The recent exhibit at the Cantor Museum on Surrealism featured only a couple of films. Anshan Andalou, of course, because that's like the Surrealist film. But it also featured Eraserhead. And to really get at Eraserhead in an exhibit space is incredibly difficult. To really get at Eraserhead in any space is difficult. What Eraserhead is, and always will be, is difficult to define, but easy to recognize. At its heart, it is the story of the horror that is parenting. But, at the same time, it is also the story of our own conceptions and our accepted truths being what holds us to a time, a place, a location. And in typical David Lynch fashion, he abstracts the story just enough so that it is recognizable yet pain. Eraserhead is hard to watch. It really is. And that's on purpose. The sound design, the cinematography, it's all constructed to make you uncomfortable with viewing it. And like Lynch's more artistic works, like The Alphabet or The Grandmother, he has put forth not a film to be viewed and enjoyed, but a series of images to be reworked in your mind. And even when he's doing his more popular stuff, like The Elephant Man, like Twin Peaks, he's still experimenting with the application of texture to film. And two-thirds of Eraserhead is texture. It's the texture of sound. The Wailing Baby, for example. The music. The song In Heaven Everything is Fine, having this sort of silkiness to it, up against the screen. The cinematography, he is the master of texture cinematography. Whoever shoots his stuff always seems to capture sort of the most gravelly form of film. And it's beautiful, even when it's slick. The acting, 
Jack Nance understands David Lynch better than anyone, and his performance is... It's tough because he's giving so much in such a strange way that he's at once attached and detached. He is attached to these concepts, but he is detached from any world in which he is existing. Really a strange role. Why this is a good fit for the registry is actually the most interesting thing I think you can talk about before Eraserhead. What the registry did when they put Eraserhead on the registry was they acknowledged that when they've been about art film since, well, the second of the inductions. But what Eraserhead represented was the first time you see the registry understanding that important films can also be disturbing films, can also be reviled films. There are a lot of people who hate Eraserhead. I get that. There are a lot of films theory folk who hate Eraserhead. Totally get it. There are a lot of people who have this sort of Pavlovian Lynch reaction who love Eraserhead. But there are people who see Eraserhead and are ultimately questioning why they keep watching it when it's such a painful experience. That is the key to Eraserhead, and that's the key to its induction. Understanding why you will put yourself through a painful experience in a film, but keep going, that is the sign of great filmmaking. That's why the Blair Witch Project needs to be on. That's a perfect example for me. Because it is difficult, because it is painful, but you still move through, that proves to me that Eraserhead is a film of incredible importance, incredible power, and its influence can be seen all over the place. Avant-garde, this is going to sound strange, but mainstream avant-garde film, from the works of Guy Madden, or is it Guy Madden? I think it's Guy. Through, you know, Hyperfutura, through all of those sort of avant-garde films that take aspects of the mainstream in that they present stories in the form of a feature film with traditional storytelling elements even if those elements are disparate from a coherent reality or a cognizant reality. Those all are incredibly indebted to David Lynch. And as we saw in Blood of the Poet on Fantasy Film 101 recently, it is not necessarily the ability to tell a weird story that makes you avant-garde. 
It is the ability to dislocate that story from a traditional storytelling context. And Lynch is better than that at that than anyone on earth. And we're seeing that even today. Note, watch the new Twin Peaks. Episode 8 is the best art film of 2017.